Yo, welcome to another episode of Shooting Shit with the Pros. Alex, how you feeling, bro? Yo, I'm chilling, man. But one thing I want to get into before you actually hop into the pod is the Borat movie. Oof. Yo, real quick. <laughs> y'all, I was wrong. No jokes. That was that that was very serious. That was real. I feel like that was very real. Rudy Giuliani. That man's nasty. Nasty. Oh, such a creep. Like throughout the whole movie or throughout every scene he was in. I just felt uneasy. My skin was literally crawling. But it was, it was nasty. the thing is, he wasn't the only one. Yeah. The whole thing was bad, bro. Man. Expose him. That's why I like Borat. He's always exposing people. Yo, expose so many people. Mm-hmm. Like at every level, too. Like the guy working at the farm equipment store. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cage fits one, one girl, one human girl. <laughs> Bro, my man was trying to give him recommendations on how much propane he needed to get rid of gypsies, yo. That was crazy. I was People, like, that's why I say, yo, money really is the root of all evil. People would do anything for a sale. For a dollar. And that's the thing with him. You could tell, like, everyone's motivation. Yeah. And that was the crazy part. For him, it was literally to get that sale. Yeah. I don't know if he believed any of that stuff, but clearly he wanted to get that dollar. Regardless of what it, what it meant from a moral perspective. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. <laughs> I'm- yeah, that was a great flick, bro. Everybody, I suggest you go out there and watch that Borat flick. It's well worth the watch, um, especially at its climax, the Rudy Giuliani scene. Oh, my God. What a slime ball. What yeah. a nasty man. Yeah, I won't say anything else, just in case anyone listening hasn't seen it yet and intends to see it. But, man, everyone in that movie, except one saving grace. Old girl, bro. Yeah. Black woman. She held it down, bro. She did. For she, the most part, yeah, she for did. For the most part, right. She definitely could have done more, probably. But I will say, she's the only person that tried to do something yeah. to assist yeah. the character, the main character. Yeah. Everyone else was like, nah, fam. Just doing them dirty. Yeah, nasty business, bro. Shout out to her, though. Um, She tried to help. What was her name, bro? What was the girl's name? Man, I cannot remember that woman. It was name. something wild. It was, it, it was like was, a white Olga or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about the little girl? Yeah. I think, was it Olga? It wasn't Olga. Man. Nah, it was, it was it. something like that. Was, man, I don't remember, but man, that movie's nuts. The whole plot is nuts, but it just exposes it so is. many things, uh, particularly about America, and just makes fun of us. Right, Deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, we suck as a country. Yo, how, how are you, man? I just jumped right into that. Hey, you asking, good, bro? Like, how you're you doing? How the week's going? Hey, we here, bro. I'm good. I'm blessed. Next week is going to be fun because the election. I hope it's fun. Uh, I think either way, it's going to be fun. Whichever way it pans out. It'll be sad fun or like sad fun. Either way, it sucks to me, bro. Like, I hear you. Picking between these two. Um... But we know who we want to win. Oh, yeah. I know who I don't want to win. That's for sure. Kanye. Oh, then, yeah, I have two people <laughs> I don't want to win. Yeah, Kanye West and Donald Trump. Yeah, nah. Not for me. Yeah. Not for your boy. Yeah, everybody, if, you, if you're if you waiting to vote um, until the day of, go out there and vote. Please, please, just do it. Don't let them stop you. Vote. Let your voice be heard. And let's see how this plays out. Please, by the time this comes out, this will be, oh, the day before voting. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, please. If you can get out there and vote, exercise that right. Don't let them stop you, bro. We need it really bad. Really, really bad. Please, a- we need it. But it's about that time, bro. All right. Let's it's get about into that it. time. Call that shit out. You know the vibes. Call that shit Ooh, out. Doubled up on them. Doubled up on them. Doubled up on them. Who we calling out today, bro? We're calling out, how do I say this? We're calling out celebrities and wealth. Mm. You know, not every celebrity, not every wealthy individual. However, it's just, man, I'm seeing these things. I'm seeing the celebrities come out and support Trump. And the only reason they're doing it, they're saying for tax purposes. Lil Wayne, the latest. Man, earlier today, earlier today we saw that. That was crazy. Um, doing that, I'm seeing Birkin battles or Birkin debates. On who has more Birkins or whose Birkin is real and whose isn't. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And then I'm seeing people charter private islands for their birthday bash. 
to show people and showcase and show off. It's yeah. crazy um, in a moment in time where yeah. a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are losing their jobs and continue to lose their jobs in the economic climate we're in. It's extremely tough to see that. Um, like people just seem to be really insensitive about what's going on around them. And they do these things to say that they help the communities. And in some aspects, they do. Mm. But I think sometimes they just have to take a step back. Like, throw, you don't have to throw money at problems. Sometimes just having the wherewithal to say, yo, is this the right time for me to do this? Read the room. Right. Read the room. Read the situation. And yeah, man. Yeah, I agree. I just want to pull a little, Lil Wayne's tweet, bro. So Lil Wayne tweeted earlier today, just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Um, besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. Wheezy, we, we, what are we doing, bro? Fam, are you blind to every single thing that's been going on for the past four years? He assured that he will get it done. What has he ever gotten done, bro? He's assured a lot of shit, but what has he ever gotten done? And read the room. Timing is key, bro. Now is not the time in the midst leading up to an election. Fam, it's like how stupid. That's why I always say, yo, don't lean on these celebrities. Don't lean on their words for any kind of weight. These dudes are just living totally different lives that are separate from those who are actually affected by shit like this. Yeah, they're in that ivory tower. I think I mentioned it. Like, yeah. they're just, like you said, so disconnected. They have these different problems that the everyday person doesn't face and will never face. And it's just like they're really disconnected. It's kind of sad to see another rap legend go down like that. It is. Man, Cube, Wayne. Man, who are they going to pull out right before the election? Who are they going to bring out? If it's anybody else, I'm going to be disgusted, bro. It's, it's like, what are you pan? What are you pandering for, bruh? And it's like you said, that ivory tower. Same thing with this whole Birkin thing. Like, who are we to be arguing about? Wow, well, whose Bir Birkin is fake? Whose is real? Should you be getting your girl a Birkin if you care about her? How come you can't afford a Birkin, fam? These are a hundred thousand dollar bags. Yo, these bags are. What are we talking expensive. about? Can we talk about some shit that actually matters? That's a great question. You know who also posed that question? Who? Young woman by the name of Kayla Nicole Jones. I feel like I've seen her before. And if you're famous, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry to that woman. She looks mad familiar. Word. But um, she actually went viral herself because she posted something on her story on Instagram recently, just calling it out. Same thing that we're kind of doing. He said, the last thing the world needs right now is a bunch of entitled, loud, and spoiled adults having rich people problems with Birkin debates. What are y'all in a hurry to prove to people that you have more than already? It's insensitive and idiotic how this brought everybody to the table, but reality doesn't. Mm. A greater debate would be, how can we help those who've helped us to be able to thrive during a time like this? How can we provide a change for classism? How can we raise awareness for literally anything else but what you're talking about right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, and she just like continues to go in on him and calls him so boastful, but so useless. What's your name? Sorry. Kayla Nicole Jones. Word. Shouts out to you for just speaking some real shit. Hey, facts. For real, shout out to her because it, it's crazy that they're just so disconnected that they feel the need that this is really what they need to argue about. This is what they need to use their platform for. Right. And it's crazy because I've seen some of these celebrities do multiple posts, but they'll only do one post. And not really to say that posts matter mm. in terms of activism. No, it's so much more than that. Yeah. And, you know, some people do things off the scene and that is totally okay. Yeah. But the thing is, the things that you're loud for is apparent, right? Mm. That's the thing. The things that you do stand up for, the things that you're willing to go to battle for, get, you know, into debates, petty debates over, you know, but you don't have any input or weight or anything to say of weight, excuse me, about certain topics. Yeah. Or how you can give back. So, you know, that's just you want to call yeah. out. Stand for something yeah. real, man. Stand for something real. And <clears throat> if you're going to stand for something, always stand for that. It's not the time to be arguing about Birkins. Dudes and is still getting <laughs> harassed by the police, assaulted by the police. 
discriminated against in all facets of life. If you was about it a few months ago, still be about it now. Nothing has changed. That's all I got to say about y'all. Um, moving on. You gotta be shitting me. Umi Shushi. Fam, what did they do? Yo. They were hating. They were absolutely hating. Literally bro. hating. So I'll pull, I got to put up here. Um, a black man was allegedly kicked out of Umi Shushi located in Buckhead, Atlanta for wearing sneakers. This is um, from the Shade Room. They be having some accuracy. They got video footage. So let's dissect this footage. Okay, so the black dude is arguing with what seems to be not the owner, but, you know, guy just trying to do his job. Got to get out of the, get, you can't sit here. You can't be in here. You're not, you're not dressed appropriate, appropriately. He's like, bro, what do you mean? She has Adidas sneakers on. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, that was fucking nasty, bro. Umi Shushi, I'm never going to eat there. I don't recommend I don't recommend ever going to eat there. <clears throat> so pretty much dude is in there. Um he was in there with his girl, I don't know. Um but either way, somebody else was in there with shoes on that he was wearing or somebody he was with was wearing. However, he was told to leave because he didn't abide by dress code policy. But the other person was chilling. Eating a meal. Yeah, so for me, it's <laughs> fuck Umi Sushi at Two Bucket Plaza, <laughs> 3050 Peachtree Road, Northwest Suite Number One, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Disgusting. I've actually ate there before. It's disgusting, bro. Oh, is it disgusting? It's fucking horrible. Oh, hey. I got sick. I mean, they made me sick already. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not rocking with them. First of all, they disrespected the check by putting the stripes over the check. <laughs> My man's having a good pair of G Fezos, and you guys would not let him eat there. Oh, there was another woman wearing Adidas. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's not about the shoes, though, right? No. Clearly, to me, it's racism. Like saying this man can't dine there because of sneakers, immediately point somebody else out with another pair of sneakers, and then they try to come up with another excuse. I mean, he didn't. Oh, I didn't see them. I didn't see them. Right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He said about the other one. Oh, I didn't see him. Okay, well, you see him now. So what's gonna happen now? Right. Well, let's go talk outside. Nah, let's nah. talk right here. And like, I felt that. And then mm -hmm. he said, "You brought this upon yourself," which right. he did. Right. That man was not wrong at all. That's disgusting behavior. And then as soon as they get caught, they try to create another lie or something else. Tell a different story. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's nasty because, like, why is a dress policy even a thing when going out to eat? Like, okay, I understand you should be wearing shirt a shirt. And some shoes and some pants and all that good stuff. But you mad because I'm wearing some sneakers, bruh? Is it really that serious? It's not that My serious. money is my money. I'm paying for the food. Exactly. It's not that serious. And that's the thing. It's not. You just keep finding other layers <sighs> to prove as to the racism. Yeah. This man experienced. Yeah, who cares what you're wearing? Like you said, as long as you got certain coverings, spending it's, the money. Shushi. I can't say sushi, but <laughs> I got you. It's sushi. Yeah, you're right. It is sushi. Like, I love sushi. And, you know, you can wear whatever to eat some sushi. Yeah. Be chilling, get dressed up. Either way, it doesn't matter because clearly I didn't see anybody else that seemed to be breaking the dress code. Yeah. I also didn't see any other people of color in there. And that video clip, not to say that there weren't any in there. However, it seemed pretty apparent that that man definitely came in contact with the racist individual. Yeah, it's stupid, man. And as a business, just as a business, bro, like money is money. Like back to that, like, dude, I don't care what you're wearing. Just pay for something. It's a transaction. You pay, we give you food. 
Yeah. Why would you? Why would you say no? No, no, you can't eat here. It's only is, it's only discrimination. That's the only. That's your only. That's the only thing you can lean on there. There's no other reason other than, oh no, we just blatantly discriminate. So just say that. Man, I mean, literally, right? Just say we discriminate here. Because it doesn't even make sense. And we'll sense. know the vibes. For sure. It's that simple. Yuck. Um. Yeah, we're sick by you, Umi. Sushi. Disgusting. You gotta be shitting me. Moving on. Topic. Today we're talking about difficult relationships with your manager. Whew. This one's gonna get spicy. Like those jalapenos you just ate. Man, that those definitely caught me by surprise. Peppers, something yeah. like that. Some type of peppers. <laughs> it definitely caught me by surprise because it didn't make the soup spicy, but bite into that boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat, heat. But have you ever had a difficult relationship with your any one of your managers? Like you don't like your manager, your manager doesn't like you. Oh yeah, at different like every level, like what you know, was the it? summer job level, and then even at the professional level. Yeah. What was the situation? Without naming any names. Yeah, of course. Um, I've had managers that I just didn't think were the most competent at mm. times. And some of the direction that they tried to give me, mm. I just, I didn't understand it. And then after having these thoughts, they've also, some managers or a managers told me that they just didn't feel really comfortable in the role of being a manager. Mm. And for me. That's interesting. Very right to tell the person that reports to you that. And I kind of, not going to lie, professionally, I kind of lost some respect for them. Mm. I mean, I already had my doubts in what they were doing as a leader. Yeah. And some of the projects they tried to assign to me. But then to hear that, I'm just like, yeah, you really can't tell me anything. Um, and Yeah, that's nasty, bro. It, How are you going to say, yo, <laughs> I don't even tough. feel comfortable as a manager? Yeah, I'm like. So, so quit. <laughs> right, yeah, yo. <laughs> Is this your resignation? That's what I would ask. Because you're talking to the wrong person. You should be talking to the person above you. Man, exactly. (laughs) I don't know why they felt the need to confide that into me. (laughs) But they told me. And in my head, I'm just like, why would you tell me that? Because I could take that a number of ways. And I have taken it a number of ways. But one, it just proves what I'd already thought. Mm. And two, it's like, how can you expect me to really listen to you or like take heed to the words that you're saying? When you don't even feel like you're fit to lead the team. And I already felt that way. So now you've just confirmed it. So what do you think about this? Your manager was being extremely vulnerable with you. Do you think that was a positive at all in any kind of situation? Like, wow, I have a manager who is extremely honest with me. Um, and she she lacks confidence or she or he lacks confidence in this situation. Um, is it, that a pro at all? I think it can be. And it has been with other managers where they've um, told me certain things and, you know, they confided in me. And I respect that vulnerability. I mean, I even respected Mm. the fact that this manager felt vulnerable enough to tell me that. Mm. However, it just depends on also the other part of the relationship. Like, yes, I can take that piece of news and I will feel for you. I'm like, dang, that's tough. But also, we still have a working relationship here. Like, this isn't the kind of relationship we have doesn't always allow for me to be maybe as compassionate. like, I will show compassion and I will mm. empathize, but I also know that we have things that we got to do here. Right, right. And there's things, goals that I have. And so with this kind of relationship, with it being a work relationship, like, I got to hit those goals, you know? So I can take with that, with you say, I can still compartmentalize it, but also look at the bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how that goes, for me at least. How yeah. about you? Have you ever experienced, like, issues with your manager, whether it's just... I don't know anything. I've I've had a bevy of different kind of issues with my managers um, that I've had over my period over my career. I would say I was never in a position that I felt like I was more capable of doing the job than my manager. Um, and if I ever did feel like that, that was coming from a place of cockiness for me. Like I was in a place where I was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling myself. I could do that job. I could do that." It's like, "Nah, dude, chill, bro." Like you don't even know the whole, the whole, the whole pie. Like you don't know what they're really dealing with, and I see that a lot. Um, I see a lot of people who say, "Yo, yeah, what they're doing couldn't be that hard," because they only see what their manager allows them to see. Right. 
However, their manager has all of this on their plate. Um, so you see that. I've had times where I felt like that, but I always get, I always bring myself back down to earth and be like, nah, because, because my manager allows me visibility to be like, yo, this is actually what I'm working on. And I appreciate that. Show me what you're working on so I can be like, oh, okay, you do have a lot on your plate. I ain't even going, let me just handle what I can, right. pass on what you can. I've also had um, situations in which I felt like my managers didn't like me. And in those situations, I was just, like, at first, you feel sorry for yourself. And you're like, dang, I don't know what to do. My manager doesn't like me, all the good stuff. And you, you, you create this tension that may not really exist. You mm, feel me? Interesting. So I know that at one point I had a manager who I thought didn't like me. And I would come home and complain and blase, blase. But then I actually just chopped it up with her. On some real shit, like had a real ass conversation. Yeah, and that's now like my go to mentor. You feel me? It's crazy how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, I addressed the situation head on, um, but in reality, like, I could have used that initially my feelings initially as an excuse to leave or something like that. So I think it's like a, it's a very sensitive relationship between a manager and their employee. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of way it can go, a lot of different ways it can go, bro. For sure. So when you communicated with your manager, has there ever been a time where you chose not to communicate with your manager and let an issue fester versus communicating with them? Because it sounds like you communicated with that manager and like you yeah. said, changed the whole course of you guys' relationship to this day. Yeah. Nah, I think it's me... It was me not necessarily being the bigger person, but in my own eyes, being the bigger person. Like, yeah. I had this beef with somebody who, didn't, who probably didn't even have a beef with me. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. Right. Either way, I approached I was like, yo, can you show me or what would you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. And that conversation squashed all that, whatever was going on. You feel me? Yeah. Um, And it's, it's being the understanding the bigger picture. Like you said, we got a job to do. We got goals to achieve. If we aren't on the same page, it ain't going to happen, bruh. If I'm over here feeling like, uh, she don't like me, and you're like, ooh, I don't like him, <laughs> it's not going to work. So let's learn to like each other for eight hours a day. Yeah, tolerate each other. Yeah. Because I had a manager that, I don't know if they liked me. I really don't. But they respected my work. And I actually respected mm. them a lot, too. Like, I really didn't. I wasn't fond of them. Either just like our personalities were a bit different, at yeah. least the personalities that we showed at work. And I don't ever need to be friends with anyone. However, if we can come together and get our job done yeah. and do what we got to do, yo, know, and that's that manager master doing that. Actually, probably still one of the best people I've ever seen in corporate. Um, she's definitely was doing her thing. And, and I the, think that's the key, bro. Like that whole mentality. Nah, we, we're not really friends because a lot of times, yo, I've seen those relationships between managers and their employees where they're friends uh-huh. never works out, bro. Never. It always gets messy. And it's like, well, are you their friend or are you their manager? Because mm. they come in and talking to you crazy, bro. Oh. Like, are you their manager? Because I can't tell. And oh, so you've witnessed these scenarios. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And I think the best thing, the best way to go about it is, and that person I was telling you about who's my mentor, a great mentor of mine now, Made it very clear, like, we ain't friends, bro. <laughs> like, we have, this is a working relationship. Um, I see a lot of potential in you. I know you'll do great. Like, this is what us within the role, like, when when we're in that relationship. Um, I see a lot of potential in you. You can do great things. I can help you do that. Um, but if if you want to help me, like, I need you to be on your shit because you if you're not, you're going to make me look bad. It's like a team type thing. Like we're interdependent on one another and you don't got to be friends to be, to do that, to understand there's a relationship. There's a deal here. Like this is transactional <laughs> and that's okay. I don't have to like you, but what we will do is some good work. We both go, we both trying to win, right? We're both trying to get paid. I feel that one thing that you said that really stood out there was understanding interdependency. Mm. 
Like, yes, the workers do depend on the manager, but just as much the manager depends on the people that report oh, to yeah. them, right? Oh, yeah. Because if you're a good manager, you don't always need to call out like upon yourself. You don't always need to give yourself credit or say what you did, you did, you did. The work that your team does should also be able to speak for who you are as a manager, as a leader. If people continue to talk about your team and say they're putting out these great reports or they've done an amazing analysis or the creative they just made for this marketing assets fire, that's going to make you look good because yeah. they're going to think, man, at least I would hope that they got something from you as a manager that somehow you're leading this team to do great works and great projects on a consistent basis. Yeah, that's what the best managers do, bro. That's what the best leaders are known for, for building up a squad, for building up protégés who come and do great work. You know what? I just realized something. So you, you saying that made me think of another team that I actually witnessed uh, that I've started working with at my current job. Mm. Yo, who the person leading that team, I know they're fire. Mm. And I know that they're true to this and not new to this mm. because of the way that they give their team visibility and like she lets them present yeah. Um, at meetings. And she, of course, does her thing. She talks and might give some overview stuff, but no, she actually lets the team cook. And I've seen it in the reports that they send, the meetings that they've been conducting, and that team's really killing it. And you do notice it. And the thing is, as great as her team is, and I do think of the team, I also think of her all the time, even if she's not always talking or always sending the emails out or sending the reports out. I'm just like, yo, her team. Yo, you want to work for them. Like, I want to work for you because you know they're going to give you an opportunity to shine. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. She's going to attract great talent mm-hmm. because they're going to recognize that. And and the fact that she can attract great talent, she's going to get more great work, right? So she's going to continue exactly. to build her up. So like you said, it is interdependency. It's team, bro. It's team stuff. It's like, yo, the way I see it is a manager... Like I, I take it back to sports always. A manager in your corporate environment or a team leader, director, whatever you want to call it, the person who leads the team, that is a player coach. You ever you ever heard like a player coach, bro? Somebody who plays on the team and who also oh, yeah. manages the team. So yeah, they're your star player, right? But then they'll also be like, all right, so I'm subbing out. And they, they manage all the substitutions. They manage who play and where. They're the coach, but they're also the player. They don't always got to play, but they also they always delegate. They always delegate who's sitting where, who's playing where, who's in what position, who does what, where, why. That's what great managers do. And yeah, the second a manager starts to think, oh, you do the work and I'll present it. Like that kind of energy or you do, you do the work, I'll present it and I'll take credit for it. Yo, you you're not a good leader. Nobody's ever going to look at you and say, wow, you did a phenomenal job here. No. Because you're jerry-crossing it up. And you, Yeah. you. Should, how do you even have time to do all this work by yourself? You don't have the time. <laughs> and the thing is, sometimes it's made apparent because they try to claim the work, right? But mm. in some of those presentations I've been in, I've seen uh, some managers just stumble through reports. And I'm like, you probably did not pull that report. Or you probably didn't do that analysis. Like, this should, if you did this work... There'd be no way you're stumbling this hard yeah. through it. And it's crazy. Yeah, they want to get their Jerry Krause on and try to say management is what wins championships. Now those, I felt MJ. Yeah. Those players going to win championships. <laughs> yeah. so those players, I mean, it's definitely, it is a team. Teamwork makes the dream work for sure. Yeah. So that means you should give those players a lot of credit, probably the most credit, but the people that actually put in the work, they should definitely get a lot of the credit. And yeah. if you managed it, then that's what you did. You managed the project. Great and it job. takes talent to do that. Like, oh, facts. Like, it's not like the easy way out. Oh, I just delegate, delegate, delegate. Nah, to delegate effectively, to have the right people in the right places, that takes a lot of talent and experience. It's not, nobody walks in and they're just a phenomenal manager. Like, you got to learn the ropes. And until you do that, you're never going to see success. Like, until you go the hard, you, you take the route, um, less traveled in this in this situation, you're just not gonna you're not gonna win, bruh. Facts. Sorry, I'm stuck. What's on going computer. on? It's oh. just locked. Oh like, shit! Dang. But no, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> not an issue. I was definitely listening to you though. So, what do you think about when you have a member of your team who you don't vibe with, but you gotta work with them? 
Oh man. Um, what happened to you? Oh yeah, that that definitely more than the managers uh piece. Definitely team members, just because you there's more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I deal with them differently. I mean, I always take the same approach in terms of being tactful, but understand, Alex does not play that <laughs> at any place, yeah. workplace included. Um, but yeah, I've had scenarios. I remember one scenario. I was at a photo shoot, and it was my first photo shoot. And the person there was, I was supposed to be supporting them actually. Mm. And I asked her for some, I actually just wanted her to review some of these photos to make sure like I was on the right path. So when we continue to do this uh, shot list, that we'd be getting the right shots, capturing everything correctly. She kind of snapped at me. Oof. Snapped. Yeah, she just, I forgot what snapped. she said. <laughs> I mean, my definition is snap. She was just a little too she short got and spicy. Abrupt. Yeah, well she de- yeah, for sure. I would yeah. definitely say that. So I had to cool her down. Um, it was just real abrupt, but I just tell people like this, hey, don't do that. Yeah. We, we don't I'm telling you, it's you yeah, just don't okay. want to take it there. I was like, Yeah, we don't need to do that. We're on the same team, right? Just relax. Yeah. I'm like, this is just a job. Like you don't know me and I don't We're know. Not you. saving it's babies. Just, it's kinda yeah, exactly. Like, calm down. Just I just need you to answer the simple question. We can get back to doing whatever you were doing, I can go back to doing what I was doing. <laughs> um, I feel that. Yeah, man. No, and that's how I just approach it. I'm just like, don't do that. And I will say, even though um, I'm, what, 5'9", maybe 155 pounds, <laughs> you know, these certain employees definitely just, they'd be like, all right. They'd be yeah, quick they, to they shake peep. their head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They peep the vibes. Well, you know, certain things, they still make certain assumptions about people with certain skin tones. So Yeah, I feel that. You know, that's one thing. That's funny. So my man, my my mentor... Once told me one of the probably one of the things that like changed my perspective of projects, working on projects and stuff like that. And she was pretty much like, yo, if you don't own the project and you care about the project more than the person who owns it, then you gotta check yourself. So like if it gets me to a point where I'm like, I feel like I need to be like, I'm upset because this is not going this way or whatever, but I'm not leading it. Like it's not me. Yeah. Then chill. Just play your role, bro. Just make, just do what you got to do and let them lead, bro. Cause it's not your shit. When it's your shit and you want to get spicy about it and you owning it. Okay. Maybe go about it in a more, you know, in a more, what's the word? I don't know. In a better way, in a way that, allows people or makes people want to be a part of it. But if it's not your shit and you're over there like, oh, come on, guys. Well, what about this idea? And you're like pushing, 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 pushing. Fam, chill, bro. This ain't even yours. Like, let them own it. And that's the way I go into any kind of teamwork I'm doing. Like, if I'm not leading it, it's not mine. I'm just going in positive, bro. Let's do what works best. I have an idea. You don't like it. We don't got to do it. We're moving on. Optimistic as fuck. Never know negativity. Because it's not my shit, bro. <laughs> you feel me? I feel that. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. I think I never thought of that. But that's just how it, I think naturally that's the kind of person I am. But I think mm. also personality types play into it, right? Like that. I think that can be easier said than done. Yeah. Like for me, that's natural. Like you know, if it's not my project, what do you need? All right, I might give you a suggestion based on what I know on how to make this possibly better. If you don't want it, it's cool. I'll give you exactly what you want. Yeah, we'll keep moving. Um, but like some people, like if you maybe more of a type A, you just tend to like naturally, like you just feel like you have to lead or just, you know, take certain things over because that's just how you're used to doing. I mean, you got to check yourself because it's still that's teamwork. Thing, yeah. Right. But it just might be a little bit harder for some people than others. I'm not saying you need to commandeer the project. No. Yeah. Gotta, I mean, I believe, but now I like, you got to chill, but I think yeah. it's definitely tougher for some people. I, I hear that. But what I would say to that is, I understand that it's tough for you, but this is your role here. But they this, the best. In this game. <laughs> They're the best. Now. Again, in this game against this team, this is the position you're playing. But coach. <laughs> but coach, I hit that shot in practice every time. <laughs> exactly. Like fam, I don't care about all that. This is where I want you right now. This is the role you're playing, and they're running point right now. Hey, facts. And deal with it. Like that's a that's that's a part of being a good team player. 
Exactly. And that can help you become a good leader. Like you see that, like, yes, you understand people have their roles and they have their times and they have their spots Mm -hmm. and knowing when your spot is and where to put others in their spot. I mean, that's definitely a skill. It is. It is. Like for me, it's those people who are on the calls and they're always got something to say every time, no matter what. And they always kind of like take over and it's like, shut up, just shut up. And it, it doesn't look good. I, I, I know you probably feel like, oh, I'm getting heard. My voice is being heard. I'm the energy in the room. But it's like, nah, fam, you're not, you're not showing me that you're a good team player right now. You're, you're a ball hog. <laughs> that's what I see. Yeah. A ball hog. Yeah. And that's never a good look in corporate, bro. That's never a good look on any team. No team ever won because of a ball hog. Yeah, nah. Great teams. Have great team chemistry. Sorry, whenever you people say that, like no teams ever won because of a ball hog, I always still try to think of a team. I can think, never of, think one, of one, bro. I, you I, mean, you really can't. Like you I think really of all the ball see. hogs, you know. Exactly. You're like That's yo, Kyrie, you Kyrie. Nah, that didn't work. Who else was a ball hog out of here? Man, or, or at least that people portrayed as ball hogs. Like people said, my boy AI, Allen Iverson. If you're listening to this, I don't think you're a ball hog. I think you're one of the greatest, and you deserved. It. To hog that ball every time or do whatever you want with the rock. But he ain't never won a chip. He did it. Yeah, he didn't win a chip. Like, you know, even my boy Russell, I also don't think is a ball hog. I really also question the term ball hog. I mean, yes, in some cases there are definitely ball hogs, but when mm-hmm. you're a professional, even like if I think if you hit the level of like Hall of Fame or legendary, most of them weren't ball hogs because at some point they knew to give the ball up. I don't know. I think it gets perceived that way, but like, nah, man, I'm not even trying to be petty, but. Who is AI supposed to pass to on the 76ers team, dog? <laughs> come on. Who, come oh, on. shit. My thing went off. But, yo, I think it's... I think it's holding on to the leadership role um, and you, like, running point on everything at the expense of team chemistry, bro. Like, if you know your team needs you to be a creator, but you're not creating... It's fine. Yeah, if you know your team needs you to be a creative, but you're not creating, and the team suffers because of that. Yeah, you can go and get it on your own, and you you might actually look good at the end of this, but you're not trying to put you're not trying to put yourself, your teammates on. Like it's like, nah, I'm gonna do it myself. And it's like, this isn't this is not that that sport. This isn't tennis. Neither incorporate, it's not like that. It's it's not you on your own. Like you got a team. If you don't utilize your team, you will lose. Yeah, in the long run. Because you can't sustain it by yourself. I wouldn't even want to sustain it. But could you imagine doing like every piece of your team's job by yourself? No. It would would be, I would quit. Anybody would. That's why when people lose a team, like when people, when managers and leaders lose headcount, like somebody leaves, they're immediately like, oh, we got to get this. We got to backfill because they got stuff to do. This, there, there's work that needs to be done that nobody else has time to do. So let's get somebody in ASAP. Nobody can, yeah, for a time period, yeah, let's all stretch a little bit and get over this period. But dog, leaders know we ain't going, we're not going to be, we're not going to be at our best if we're not fully squatted up. Facts. That's why you build a team. So you can address every problem, right? And if one person leaves the team, if the team is working efficiently, it's built out efficiently, losing one person will be definitely felt. Yeah. Losing two people will be like almost impossible. Yeah. And like it just adds on and adds on. So to do all the work by yourself is crazy. Yeah. I couldn't even fathom. Yeah. I know I wouldn't do it for a number of reasons. No, exactly. One of them, me being too lazy. Like at some point I'd just be like, yeah. That nah. too. Like, hey, this is not our lives. Well, like. Sorry. I got a home life. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I was going to, let me change that. Not too lazy. Just understanding like there's life outside of work. Exactly. Yeah. That's really it. Like I'm not going to dedicate all day and night to this job. Yeah. That's a big piece too, bro. Yeah. You like, preach that. If you're on a team, just play your role. And sometimes I don't go above and beyond because I don't got time to go above and beyond. Yep. I have to sacrifice my own happiness to do that. I'm not trying to do that right now. You gotta pick not, not for your project. No offense. Like <laughs> that sounds messed up, but like but, uh, hey, I feel that though. Not for this one. Yeah. You know what so I mean? this ain't it. 
Yeah, let me just get my let me get my uh my work done and sent to your way and you roll with it. So before you wrap up, I want to know do you have any like crazy silly stories with a team member that you just didn't gel with? Hmm, team member I didn't gel with. There's one story that's funny, bro. Um <laughs> I ain't gonna say their names. But there was a there was a leader in the organization, um, and our team and his team had to work together. And he ended up saying something to a former mentor of mine that got back to me. Like he was talking shit about me. And it's like, fam, oh. you're like a leader. Like, why are you talking about this is me in an entry level role? Like, you're nuts. He's like, oh, Ben thinks he can take over and Ben's doing this stuff and Ben's doing this. And it's like, yo, you're nuts, bro. And it got back to me. So I um I went to him and I was like, Yo, um, so I heard you was talking shit, uh, <laughs> blase, blase, Dang. and he was like, oh, you know, you know, I, I would never mean to, you know, say anything bad about you. I'm sorry if it came off that way, blase, blase. And I addressed it with him, and moving forward, I ain't fuck with him. He ain't fuck with me. We end, we learned how to work together, right. but at the end of the day, like, fuck you. We gonna get this job done, though. And that's how it was. Like he apologized, and I was—I didn't say like I accept or anything. I was just like, okay. And we—I just, just walked out the room. Like the movie was over, and we just moved forward. Cause that's some slime ball shit to me. No, nah, that's weak. <laughs> like you're a leader, bro. You've been in this game for thirty plus longer than I've been alive. That's nuts. First of all, <laughs> second of all, it sounded like there was definitely some hate there or just something Absolutely. there. Cause it sounded like you were trying to do your thing, and he just like. Who is young black man coming into this industry exactly. with some different ideas and you talking about some, oh, I've been in this game for 30 plus years. I've done it the same way. This I'm telling you, this is how it works. And I'm like, nah, fam. Because I'm looking at these numbers and I'm looking at the data yeah. and it don't make sense. And you mad because of that? He was shook. He was shook. He was shook. Facts. Yeah. So and- you're going to talk to your little buddy, but you don't know your buddy still is connected with me. And then you get exposed and you look nuts. And when I left that job, he couldn't say shit to me, bro. What could he? I mean, yeah, what was he gonna say? You just went on to bigger and better things. So like what <laughs> exactly? Like what's he gonna say? Uh glad we got up an eye out of here. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, you lost him to something. It's not like you let him I, go. I, he I left. Yeah, he walked out <laughs> yeah, on his own terms. Exactly. Doing something bigger and better. And you still over there doing that same thing, bruh. Right. That you've been doing for 30 years. That's crazy. But the moral of the story is that I was pissed off um, because he was talking shit. And I was the bigger person, addressed it. And we moved forward and worked together. And we did good work. That's good that you guys were able to overcome that. I definitely thought the moral of the story was hating takes years off your life. It does too. That's a, that's another moral. You know, but, take what take what you want from me. You know, <laughs> but no, that like I think we got talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Like just being able to find that middle ground, common ground, even if there's a team member or somebody else that you just don't mesh with. Like at the end of the day, you're there to do a job, and of course, there's like we all have our boundaries or like lines that like if people cross them, then it's just a different situation. But yeah. There's certain things that your coworkers are definitely going to do, at least I believe, that's going to annoy you. And that's fine. But if you guys can come together, get the job done, do what you got to do. Like I said, within reason. Yeah. Because people be tripping sometimes, man. I feel you, bro. That's a fact. Any closing thoughts for you? I guess that was, that kind of was my closing thought. Actually, low key. (laughs) I was like, dang, I mean. Man. Yo, my headphones be fucking up today. It's all good, though. Anyways, moving on. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. It's about that time. Who's shitting on him, bro? You're... Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Who's shitting on him, bro? Speaking of Nicki Minaj, not her, but other women. Um, The BET Hip Hop Awards or BET Awards? I don't know. One of the... Hip Hop Awards. Hip Hop Awards? All right. Thank you. To me, the Hip Hop Awards are the whack ones. They're both like kind of corny. The last BT Awards no, was fire. I was going to say, no, nah, this year's BT, they did a great job, especially yeah. given the pandemic. And man, they did a phenomenal job. I'll give them that. Yeah. So we're actually going to shout them out. The BT Awards early in the year. <laughs> yeah, I didn't facts, watch the facts. BT Hip Hop Awards. However, I did catch the cypher mm. with all the women that included Tiana Taylor, her, 
Erica Badu and Brandy. Ooh, Erica Badu bodied, bro. She did. She did. I was trying to man, say that in order. That's why tough. I paused. But she's tough. Yeah, man. Bro. She they all went off. Um, it was super dope. They definitely kept it 90s with the aesthetic, the production. And then they even had a sample. They sampled Brandy in her own cypher, which yeah, is so super tough. dope. That was tough. Super, super dope sampling. I want to be down. And every woman came through and did their thing and had their own unique style. I want to specifically shout out her first. God, I love her. Have you listened to her like live? Dude, I saw her at Coachella and she changed my life. <sighs> Bam. I don't know what it is. Like, There's something like heavenly about her voice. Angelic. Angelic and her playing the guitar live with her singing. Yes. It's different. It's and different, bro. <laughs> I also want to shout her out because she allowed her backup singers to sing lead on at least one song, maybe even a few what? songs during oh, her set lit. at Coachella, which is probably the biggest show of her life. And to give her Good backup management. singers that platform. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, coming all full circle. Full circle. Um, but yeah, she did her thing shouting out, you know, the fact that she's the only black woman, if not the first black woman, probably both actually, to own her own music festival, the Lights On Festival, which... I didn't get to go to, but I really wanted to go to that last year. The lineup was super dope. Straight R&B. Yeah, man. Straight R&B. And I think somewhere in California. And then, you know, shouting out her Filipino heritage. Yo, shout out to all my Filipino queens out there (laughs) um, for sure. And also bringing light to still talking about Breonna Taylor and the injustices Mm. going on, uh, particularly with black women in America. So her killed it in that perspective. And then Brandy, she closed it out. Man, straight OG vibes with it. Like, you could just tell Brandy's matured, and her verse literally sounded like maturity. She sounded like the mom on the beat, talking to particularly black women and, like, always standing up for yourself and making sure that you understand how strong your voice is. It was beautiful to have her close it out. and She definitely reached OG status, bro. She did. Yeah, man. I think, you know, I don't know what's going on at BET. Like we said, the awards were dope. Um, I didn't watch the Hip Hop Awards yet. Um, but I'm sure they were great, and I saw the I saw the cipher as well. And I thought it was hard, but they have really 180 it from what we've seen these past few years from them, um, as far as award shows go. Now, as far as content goes, come on, guys, stop hitting up Tyler Perry for everything. Yo, we <laughs> we could get in that later. <laughs> it's, it's bad though. It's bad. Um, but as far as the awards though, yeah, like, I'll, I'll, sorry, real quick, hit. I will say this. You guys should definitely consider getting other writers besides Tyler Perry because you guys are Please. black entertainment television, right? You guys are supposed to be the network. You guys should give this platform to unheard voices that are black and part of the black community and come from different backgrounds within the black community. So I would definitely hope for BT to do that for sure. Yeah, y'all got to do better. Yo, you know who actually is like decent with that? Um, and they're starting. I don't know how long they've been up, but they you can tell they're moving in a positive direction. Revolt. A word, are they? Yeah, like they, they got a I'm, I, with AT and TV now. I got the Revolt channel. They got Breakfast Club on there. They got other like random shows. Doesn't um, Kyle have a show on there? Who? Kyle, the rapper, super duper Kyle. Do you know who that is? No. Nah, I think. Oh, is that the dude who was like in that one thing with Ice Cube? And he was yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, he was in that <laughs> one. Like, he was like, Yeah, video. don't do that. And he's like, You're right, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he did. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His show looks like it could be like on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Except, yeah, there is a show like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. So, yeah, Revolt is on the uh, up and up. Like, um, it kind of gave me like old school BET vibes when it had alert. like mad music. Yeah. Like, they got specific music video shows. Um, and it's just something nice to have on in the background, like while you're working and stuff. Nice. I kind of miss that though. Like you said, yeah. just like those music, like BET, like you said, you could just have it on the background. Rap City, The Basement, 106 in Park. Word. I don't know. I'm already blanking out. But I used to always have BET on the background. Yeah. Just, you know, now it's- Yo, 106 in Park was lit, bro. Freestyle hey, Friday was that Freestyle joint. Friday with AJ and Free. Yo, shout out to Jen. The Asian dude, you remember Jen, him? Jen, yo. Was My dude was Blind him. Fury, bro. He was like later on when we had Terrence and uh, yo. Roxy. Blind Fury. Fury. Blind yeah. Fury was tough, bro. No, he was spitting, bro. He was spitting. <laughs> Big yeah. ups to BET. We, here's the thing. like, I critique BET because I want it to be great. Like, It's black entertainment television. Y'all got to really represent. And we know you guys can do better. Um, yeah, just do better. 
I, I will acknowledge the progress. At least the progress I saw with the BET Awards this year. Keep it up, guys. That was hard, bro. Y'all did a really good job. Um, and I will say that Cypher was really good, too. It's been a while since I saw a Cypher that was really that good. I mean, they've had some really good Cyphers throughout the history of the BT Hip Hop Awards, but I just felt like this one was really, really well curated and just fire. Oh, I also wanted to say shout out to Amanda Seals who hosted the BT Awards this oh, year. She, she killed it. She did do her thing. Yes, mm -hmm. she did. Amanda Seals, we love you. Um, one time I, I tweeted Amanda yeah. Seals back in my Twitter days, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like I tweeted something funny and she had responded. And then I, I tweeted back and I was like, oh, so you ain't gonna give me a follow? And she was like, why did y'all motherfuckers always ask for shit? I was like, damn, I was just joking. <laughs> she shitting on me, bro. She was, hey, she, she had time that day. Bro. She was like, I was nah, like, bro, chill. I'm, like, I'm always like, asking for these follow-backs. I was like 16, bro. I was like, chill. Um, but yo, shout out to Amanda Shields. We love you. We we do, I think. Yeah, Wait, you I don't do. like her? No, I, I, I do like her. I, I didn't know if I loved her. I, I was questioning that. Oh, she's dope, bro. No, no. Amanda Seals is dope. You know, just love is love. She's is. so just unapologetically like Her, herself. Oh, she definitely yeah. is. Right or wrong. And she's she fucking is. smart. Like she says smart shit, bro. Oh, she, she's very intelligent. She's, she's all those things. Intellectual. I love that. She's all those things. I just I like her. I like you, Amanda. She's cocky too. I like that too. I mean, it is definitely love for you. Cause I love everyone, but you know. He's like, nah, I don't really love her, bro. I mean, you just said we love her like a lot. Oh, my I bad. Like I was speaking pod. for you. I was just <laughs> like, man, this, like, it just seemed like a real deep love. And I was like, I don't know if my love is that deep. I like Amanda. I actually have a lot of respect and admiration for Amanda for all the things you mentioned. But I was like, like, wow, we're deeply in love. We love okay. you. Yeah, he's like, we love <laughs> you. F please follow us back, Amanda. I'm no. sorry. I didn't mean to piss you off that one day. <laughs> But yo, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank that's you as got. always. Oh yeah, Please. follow us at SS with the pros on Instagram. Um, we're getting to the other site soon. Don't worry about it. We get to the other socials, but oh, Instagram, yeah. follow us, SS with the pros. You know the vibes. That's a wrap though. We'll catch y'all later. Peace.